Hey everyone, this final podcast of 2017 contains adult language, mature situations, forgotten promises, cat girls with very low attention spans, main characters that have Disney princess appeal to animals, mysterious girls who cause havoc, and generic plots galore. Listener discretion is advised. Episode 243. Oh joy, another Neko Girl manga! Hello and welcome to another episode of the Spark and Manga Review, some podcasts and vain reviews about connectly enhanced narratives. I'm your host, Zan, saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjourno, what's up, and happy early new year, because yes, this is the final podcast of 2017. And since it's 243, that means we have 57 episodes left until we reach episode 300, and we're going to do it. And you're wondering how we're going to do that, but I'm going to explain it to you in a moment. First off, if you are joining us for the first time, welcome. Sparkin is a podcast that provides informative reviews about connectly enhanced narratives. Pretty much what that means is every episode, I tell you about one or two manga titles, movie titles, game titles, whatever, and I tell you the pros and cons about it, if it's worth investing your time in or if you should avoid it like the plague, depending on the podcast you're listening to if it's a movie review game review board game review tv show review whatever that's what we focus on because we cover all sorts of pop culture now you can check out any of our earlier episodes at www.sparkin.com you can email me personally at zan at sparkin.com that's x-a-n not z-a-n we're on facebook twitter instagram tumblr itunes player fm stitcher and a lot of other social media sites which you can find at our website and in the show notes for this episode specifically and if you want to do something kind of cool go to whatever show aggregator you listen to and if you see our podcast give us a little like like if it's on itunes put a star note next to us in the apple store so we can bump our ratings a little bit it's kind of like putting a tip in the tip jar because i don't charge for this podcast and I want it to be as best it can be. Let me know what you think. Also, if you're at Twitter, you can message me at Spirekin. Or if you have the PSN network, it's Zan Spirekin. And on the Nintendo network, if you have a Switch and you love playing Splatoon, Zan Spirekin. That's how you can find me. Now, 
let's get on with it. As I said before I started, we have a new schedule concept coming up for 2018 because I want to catch us up to episode 300 by our anniversary because it is going to be our 10-year anniversary. So the plan for 2018 is going to be we're not going to be having one episode a week. We're not going to have two episodes a week. No, we are going to be doing three episodes a week until we catch up. I know that sounds insane because like, oh, what about those months you kind of backing up or you're being lazy about well i don't give a shit i'm gonna be doing three a week until i catch up because we are gonna be doing this so we are perfect we are gonna hit it one way or the other we're gonna hit it three a week and that is the plan i have a schedule set up i have every episode marked out even though i don't know what the episodes are because i gotta spin that one that only the wheel of manga and it'll dictate what we're gonna do for the podcast now with that out of the way Let's get to what you're actually here for and listen to the review of the episode. Because if you remember, in the last episode, episode 242, I spun that one, that only, the Wheel of Manga. And it dictated unto me that I'd be reviewing a manga that is a little different than usual, but not too much. It was written in 2010, and it's actually published by Soft. Bank Creation, which means that it's not a legitimate release. It's one of those ones that's an online magazine. There are three volumes of this series, including a one-shot opener. It was written by Tazawa Daisuke, but drawn by Harumi Chihiro, or Chihiro Harumi. And it is a comedy etchy romance senin supernatural series. And what is this manga that I am talking about that I spun? Well, it is called Come Come Vanilla. Yes, I know, that is ridiculous. Come Come Vanilla. But... Here is what the manga is about. It is about a young man named Riko Kaiji, and or Keiji. And he is, how do we explain this perfectly? He has the Disney princess situation. What do I mean by that? Whenever he is sitting outside, animals flock to him. He doesn't do the thing where he sings and they flock to him, but he just sits and relaxes and all these animals love him. They go to him, they want food from him, and he treats them like they're his best friends ever. He has a very good affinity for animals, very high affinity. Maybe it's because of the way he smells, we don't really know. And one day he is walking home from school, and he is accosted by a woman who says, Oh, you're Rikuo, I have to tell you a message, but what is that smell? And this girl kind of attacks him and glomps him, and this girl has cat ears and a cat tail. And then she ends up following him home. And his mom sees this very voluptuous, scantily clad girl and says, Oh, I'm going to be your new mother-in-law. And that's not the case at all. Turns out she's there to tell a message, but she can't remember it because she has short-term memory. But Rikuo feeds her some food. And she says, I want to stay here forever. And you gave me, give me food. Yummy, yummy, yummy. I got to remember what the message is, but I can't remember it. And she can't, even though she really wants to remember this message also she gets kind of a little flirty and touchy with him then as things start getting a little hot and heavy suddenly a door opens up in the room like a portal and out of it comes this short-haired girl who says vanilla calm down and she calms her down by kissing her on the lips which is a little kinky but whatever and she looks like a young girl like three years younger than Rikuo. and she goes to the family and she introduces herself her name is Kiriko of the Ibu family. She's also Vanilla's master. And Vanilla says, Yep, Kiriko made me. She's my master. And he's like, Made, how the hell does this happen? Is she cosplaying? Is she real? What's the deal? And turns out that 
she and the main character, Rikuo, used to play together as little kids and then she disappeared. But she said, doesn't matter if we were separated or not, I'd always remember this day would come. And today I finally came to fulfill that promise. And Rikuo was like, uh, I'm sorry, I don't remember any promise. And she's like, you mean what the hell is this about? You don't remember? I was so little, I expected you to remember. And, and she gets kind of upset about this so she does something with her hand and suddenly Rico is covered with these little globs and then she is confused and then she says vanilla you know what we're gonna go home and he, they're like wait wait wait, stop listen listen you can't come in the house and and make a ruckus and then just leave without saying so tell me what's going on i don't understand and then vanilla's like just listen don't worry it's oh i remember now i remember i had to tell you that since kiriko gave birth to me you two can get married now that's the promise huh and rico's like what the hell so pretty much Ibu says, yeah, I'm going to go now. This is just just going to go home. Kiriko, I'm going to go. Bye-bye. Come on, Vanilla. You're going to come with me. And Vanilla's like, I can't choose between you. But thank you for dinner. And then she goes home. And they're all sad and depressed. And then the next day, as you could probably guess, they move next door. And now they're going to be there. And the reason why is because he was so nice to vanilla and now they're gonna live there and cause havoc and insanity and this is that manga the whole premise is that she is a weird girl who has weird magical powers and then there's vanilla who vanilla is her bodyguard familiar whatever and they cause hilarity and insanity this manga honestly is super generic it is super it, same beats they end up going to the same school as him they end up getting the same rival as him they cause lots of problems and there's a mysterious promise that they kind of forget about for two volumes and don't even talk about it, it becomes a very slice of lifey until the last two chapters which finally explains what this promise was what happened and why he can't remember anything and it is <sighs> meh it's not great, it's not good, it's okay. The main thing was that there's actually one shot that happened before this series, and that was a lot more fascinating because it was she wanted revenge on him because he slighted her, and she made Vanilla to destroy him. But the problem is that Vanilla fell in love with him, and now Vanilla is caught between the two, and she says, why don't you two get along, and we can all live together happily, and that's what the one shot is. That's how it ends. This one is more like... She's her bodyguard. She's actually a familiar. So she's kind of like it's Rikido's daughter, but it's not. And Kiriko loves him, but then Vanilla loves him. And then it becomes this whole slice of lifey harem BS. Let's just be honest. It's crappy. It's shoddily done. And honestly, it does things note to note. I've read a lot of series that have had to deal with cat girls like nuku nuku which was really good and this one just fails miserably it's not complete garbage but it's not good either that one shot was really good but the then they changed the story so much it just fails miserably the art style is okay for a digital 
manga. You can tell it's digital. It's too perfect. There's no personality to it. And all the characters look very generic. Vanilla, she's very scantily clad. When they end up going to school, it's her wearing a school outfit. And it turns out that the only thing she's good at is gym because she only shows up for gym class. Ha ha, that's funny. And the other one's really good at math. And then you have her servant show up. And her servant looks like Sebastian from Black Butler, but it's not Sebastian. And his whole thing is that you're not good enough for little mistress. And I'll show you that you're not good enough for the mistress. But oh, you are good enough for mistress. You have a good heart. And then it just goes bleh. I would like this to be a little bit better, more ingrained. However, that's not the case. So, with that in mind, I'm going to have to give this final manga of 2017. Typical reading material at a local correction facility or psychiatric institute. It's crappy. It's really crappy. It's just so generic. It doesn't even get a gift from your crazy aunt mirror. Okay, but forget all because it's too generic. There's not enough stuff to it. There's not enough information. I mean, the original setup is so good. And then they just take a left turn and throw it in the trash to go so generic, so obvious, so paint by numbers and not even good paint by numbers it's just so easy to figure out and then once you have the twist the reveal the mystery which happened what the main character does is so crappy you just hate on him so much you're like really that's what it is and then you're gonna be a douche yeah you know what fuck you fuck you and this should not be that hard because it is a neko girl manga and there is a lot of appeal with that you could do so much with Neko Girls because they are such a big staple in the anime and manga community. And how do you mess this up? How do you mess this up? And they could have actually made a one-shot OVA with the original series, but they didn't. They said, ah, no, we're just going to kind of deal with this like this, and that's it. And I know that's vague. I know I'm being hard on this, but... I expect more of my manga, especially stuff like this, and I'm not happy that this became this. I had more expectation for this manga, and it did let me down. But let's not dwell on the negative on the past, because we've got a whole new year coming out. And we've got lots of new manga, lots of new plots, lots of new characters, lots of new genres, and we have lots of new expectations for this upcoming year. And I'm hoping that 2018 is an amazing year. However, in order to truly and correctly usher in this new year, we have to do the one thing that all of you love doing. And what am I talking about? I'm talking about that one, that only, the Yes, friends, the final Wheel of Manga Spin of 2017. And we've got some great titles. We've got some really good ones to open up the year. We've got Food Wars, Captain Harlock, Hotel Sage 2079, Place Your Legs Here, which sounds like something which you do on the couch, Kitsune no Yome, Seki no Oware, Not Love, But Delicious Food Makes Me Happy, and Magma Taishi. So we're going to spin and see reviewing in 2018. Let's see. I think that was a good spin. Very. Number one. So, the manga we are going to be reviewing for 2018 is going to be Food Wars. Oh, that manga is so great. The anime is so disturbing. 
So we're going to spin again next year. I hope you guys have a great New Year's. Be safe. Be careful. And let me know what you're doing this year on the website. That is the question for the day. It's going to be, what are you doing for New Year's? Happy New Year. Me personally, I am going to a happy place. You? Happy place. We're going to a very happy place. Yes. And then, then a cat will sit there and watch us. Yes. That's a good plan. I like it. Catch you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Happy New Year.